If we don't have free speech, then we just don't have a free country. It's as simple as that. If this most fundamental right is allowed to perish, then the rest of our rights and liberties will topple, just like dominoes, one by one. They'll go down. That's why today I'm announcing my plan to shatter the left-wing censorship regime and to reclaim the right to free speech for all Americans. And reclaim is a very important word in this case because they've taken it away. In recent weeks, bombshell reports have confirmed that a sinister group of deep state bureaucrats, Silicon Valley tyrants, left-wing activists, and depraved corporate news media have been conspiring to manipulate and silence the American people. They have collaborated to suppress vital information on everything from elections to public health. The censorship cartel must be dismantled and destroyed, and it must happen immediately. And here's my plan. First, within hours of my inauguration, I will sign an executive order banning any federal department or agency from colluding with any organization, business, or person to censor, limit, categorize, or impede the lawful speech of American citizens. I will then ban federal money from being used to label domestic speech as mis- or disinformation. And I will begin the process of identifying and firing every federal bureaucrat who has engaged in domestic censorship, directly or indirectly, whether they are the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Health, Human Services, the FBI, the DOJ, no matter who they are. Second, I will order the Department of Justice to investigate all parties involved in the new online censorship regime, which is absolutely destructive and terrible, and to aggressively prosecute any and all crimes identified. These include possible violations of federal civil rights law, campaign finance laws, federal election law, securities law, and antitrust laws, the Hatch Act, and a host of other potential criminal, civil, regulatory, and constitutional offenses. To assist in these efforts, I am urging House Republicans to immediately send preservation letters, and we have to do this right now, to the Biden administration, the Biden campaign, and every Silicon Valley tech giant, ordering them not to destroy evidence of censorship. Third, upon my inauguration as president, I will ask Congress to send a bill to my desk, revising Section 230, to get big online platforms out of censorship business. From now on, digital platforms should only qualify for immunity protection under Section 230 if they meet high standards of neutrality, transparency, fairness, and non-discrimination. We should require these platforms to increase their efforts to take down unlawful content such as child exploitation and promoting terrorism while dramatically curtailing their power to arbitrarily restrict lawful speech. Fourth, we need to break up the entire toxic censorship industry that has arisen under the false guise of tackling so-called mis- and disinformation. The federal government should immediately stop funding all nonprofits and academic programs that support this authoritarian project. If any U.S. university is discovered to have engaged in censorship activities, 
or election interferences in the past, such as flagging social media content for removal of blacklisting, those universities should lose federal research dollars and federal student loan support for a period of five years and maybe more. We should also enact new laws laying out clear criminal penalties for federal bureaucrats who partner with private entities to do an end run around the Constitution and deprive Americans of their First, Fourth, and Fifth Amendment rights. In other words, deprive them of their vote. And once you lose those elections, and once you lose your borders like we have, you no longer have a country. Furthermore, to confront the problems of major platforms being infiltrated by legions of former deep staters and intelligence officials, there should be a seven-year calling-off period before any employee of the FBI, CIA, NSA, DNI, DHS, or DOD is allowed to take a job at a company possessing vast quantities of U.S. user data. Fifth, the time has finally come for Congress to pass a digital Bill of Rights. This should include a right to digital due process. In other words, government officials should need a court order to take down online content, not send information requests such as the FBI was sending to Twitter. Furthermore, when users of big online platforms have their content or accounts removed, throttled, shadow banned, or otherwise restricted, no matter what name they use, they should have the right to be informed that it's happening, the right to a specific explanation of the reason why, and the right to a timely appeal. In addition, all users over the age of 18 should have the right to opt out of content moderation and curation entirely and receive an unmanipulated stream of information if they so choose. The fight for free speech is a matter of victory or death for America and for the survival of Western civilization itself. When I am president, this whole rotten system of censorship and information control will be ripped out of the system at large. There won't be anything left. By restoring free speech, we'll begin to reclaim our democracy and save our nation. Thank you, and God bless America. Okay, in the entire time, uh, welcome. It is uh, December 15th, 15th December in the year of the Lord, 2022. It's Thursday. Uh, we're halfway through the month, but man, we're into the intense part. You would think people would be able to enjoy the holiday spirit, and we want to make sure everybody does that. But there's intense political fights all over. Um, I want to bring in Darren Beatty, a founder and publisher of Revolver. Uh, a former speechwriter at the White House, but also one of the best thinkers about the First Amendment and everything that's gone on. Uh, Darren, uh, th this was the uh, this was the um, uh, probably the most powerful thing that President Trump has put out, I think, since his uh, since he um, uh, left Washington D.C. This was uh, better than any. Uh, and hey, look, I love the rally speech, and everything like this, but this is a very well thought through, tightly argued. Uh, policy position, which everybody's been kind of saying, hey, we need to see more of this. Uh, and we'll talk about the timing and what else is going on and maybe the urgency of this right now. But walk me through it from, because you put a tweet up earlier 
that really sang the high praises of this, and you were not so thrilled about some of the other stuff that went on, which we'll get to in a moment. But I want to know, Darren Beatty's for the audience, explain just what we heard. How important is it, sir? Well, look, without question, this is one of the most powerful, informed, and serious statements on the critical issue of big tech censorship ever given by any elected official. Um, I think it's easily in the top five policy announcements and speeches that Trump has ever given. Um, it's extremely informed. It covers every single important dimension of the censorship issue and adduces a reasonable and realistic policy solution to it. All of the things that we've been talking about here in the war room that Revolver.News has been covering in our investigative reporting from the broader shift to lean on terms like disinformation and misinformation as pretext for censorship and to categorize political enemies as domestic terrorists, Trump used the word exactly. He called out the disinformation journalists and the disinformation NGOs that are trafficking in this type of censorship. Um, there's just so many good things about it from um, calling out the DHS, which we know had this uh, failed disinformation governance board, from calling out the government collusion and pressure on big tech firms to engage in censorship, which is coming out in the Twitter files, to calling out more subtle things that people might not have picked up on, to calling out the universities, which increasingly house that are solely dedicated to building pretexts for disinformation censorship. Organizations like Harvard's Berkman Klein Center, organizations like Stanford's Internet Observatory, um, you name it, there are a bunch of organizations now that serve as sort of adjuncts attached to these universities that are laboratories of censorship with increasing influence. Trump called those things out. This is just incredibly informed, incredibly precise. I love the recommendation of calling on a, I think he said a seven year pause if, to break the revolving door between the intelligence agencies and big tech. If you worked in the intelligence agencies, if you were a spook, you have to wait seven years until you can cash in and engage in the same type of activities in the private sector. Um, working for the trust and safety departments in big tech, just every element of this. He called out the shadow banning, the throttling. He covered the fact that they're using different names to justify this. I uh, called on a you know Congress to come up with a comprehensive digital um, bill. Um, there's pretty much, there's no significant aspect of the censorship problem that wasn't covered in this relatively brief speech. And so I was just, floored by it. I was extremely encouraged by it. It's a thing that, frankly, I wish he had given a lot earlier, but for what it is now, it's as close to perfect as I could you know, hope to expect. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very, very happy about this announcement, and I hope this portends um, even better and even stronger things in the future. Yeah, no, I think everybody that's that's 
studied this closely and had to live with this were kind of blown away by the, um, you know, by the level of detail and kind of the informed opinion, how he tied together many different strands into really what was an action plan. Uh, I think it, most people would say, oh, well, this was the big announcement. And people have been following this and understand how closely. Did you, do you think, first off, the urgency of the matter, and this is why we're all over this omnibus bill, because you've got to get the hammer of defunding these guys. If you let Nancy Pelosi get a bill that's going to fund the government for another year, you're going to have the biggest tool we can have, bigger than investigations, because investigations take a while, the immediacy being choked down. Do you think that we, and what he laid out here, do we have to January of 2025 to set things right on in, in, on these topics, sir? Well, it remains to be seen. I mean, the recommendations that Trump propounded in terms of using the purse strings as leverage against these organizations from saying, look, if you're in a university, if your university has an adjunct censorship center like Stanford's Internet Observatory or the Berkman Klein Center, you're not going to get federal funding. If you were a federal employee engaged in disinformation censorship, you're done. Um, we're going to hold the purse strings uh, for these specific programs for NGOs. A lot of people don't understand there's this whole archipelago of non-governmental organization, sort of civil society cutouts that are getting tons of money from our own federal government to shut us up, shut us down and silence us. And this is really the first and most comprehensive um, speech that I've seen that addresses this in a way that suggests actual knowledge of all of the details involved. That That's why we got to stop the omnibus. If we stop the omnibus now and kick the appropriations process into January, everything you just talked about, you can force the conversation in January of 2023 and not wait to January 2025. The architectonics or the overall architecture we talked about is plan A, and it's good enough for right now. It's about the execution of that. Signing executive orders on the afternoon of January 20th, 2025, uh, we're not going to be the same country. You have the ability, and this is why we keep you know, kind of begging, he's got to get involved in this omnibus, because if you shut down allowing Nancy Pelosi to fund and it's beautifully put, the archipelago of the NGOs just on this topic, but you also have the archipelagos, the NGOs on the border crisis, as the Heritage Guys, Mike Cowan, the Heritage Guys showed. That's why you have to do it now. Your 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 point is that he's laid out the roadmap, and this he is urgent enough. It's got to be done immediately. Laid this out the roadmap. Is the most, you agree? Yeah. This is, this is the most learned and comprehensive and powerful and prudent statement on the way forward to address the big tech censorship problem and any elected Republican official in Congress who is not paying attention to this and who is not ready to jump on every single recommendation that Trump just gave needs to be run out of town. This is the model. This is the blueprint. You don't need anything more than what he said. What we need is to implement what he said. Like I said, I, there's off the top of my head, and maybe I'll like look at this interview tomorrow and say, oh, I forgot this. But 
the top of my head, there's no major critical aspect of the censorship problem that was not touched upon in this speech and that was not followed up with a reasonable and powerful policy proposal to address the issue. Yeah, yeah the only, it's not a criticism, the observation I made in the last thing is that it is very weighted still, I think, to the, and, 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 and Congressman Clyde came up with his bill the other day, the government can't do something indirectly that is prohibitive done directly, particularly in the area of speech. Here, you have a lot of the indirection with social media, with the universities, with all that. He did, and maybe right. this is something we do later. There, there, is there any doubt in your mind? I asked Cortez and said this on the earlier hour, and they reunited. Is there any doubt in your mind, one of the smartest guys in Washington, that would be you, that the intel apparatus that, that you do such a good job of deconstructing over a revolver had a coup against Donald Trump and had him removed from office, sir? No, there's no doubt. And there were many different aspects to this. Many different people have covered all the different aspects, but there was absolutely a big tech aspect to it. Um, there's an antecedent to this. It was called you know, Project Mockingbird of the in intelligence agencies infiltrating the media. The whole disinformation industry is the updated 2.0 digital version of this. And Trump just called it out directly. Um, what it's, it's, it's how high a priority should it be for the Republican Party on Capitol Hill to go to the implement, implementation stage on this set of recommendations in this six and a half minute video by the president to immediately effectuate what he's laying out, sir? I think this has got to be right up there at the top alongside getting to the bottom of January 6, which would be a huge embarrassment to the evil and corrupt and illegitimate um, forces of the regime that, again, because both of these aspects are part of the larger story of the regime weaponizing the national security state against us. And Trump just addressed very powerfully the free speech versus censorship aspect of that. Um, and, you know, one reason it's such an important speech in terms of timing and context is that at the moment, with all this amazing stuff going on with Twitter and Elon, I say, and I think it still stands, that Elon has done more for free speech than any elected Republican official. And here we have Trump stepping up to the plate, seeing, seeing what Elon's doing and raising him potentially saying, I'm ready to take this to the next level and I understand the issue. So frankly, I would love to see Elon um, endorse or at least respond to this because this really is the, the most learned um, a statement on the big tech censorship issue by any elected official that I've ever seen. Um. I want to then go to the other part of you and you're, I take it uh, revolvers doing a breakdown full analysis of this. It'll be up sometime tonight. People can, can read your breakdown. Oh, it's up there right now. I mean, we have a write up on it with the, the most kind of salient aspects of the policy proposals up there, right on the top of revolver news, followed by in the second position. And it's a classic piece that many people have read, but if you haven't, you need to read it because 
It gives you the blueprint for exactly what Trump is talking about. The types of influence operations funded by our government, funded by the UK government and other sort of NATO countries, the types of influence operations that flourished on Twitter that exist precisely to silence, suppress and destroy the energies associated with Donald Trump's victory in 2016. I want everybody to go to Revolver. Let's make sure we get to Memphis so we can get it up in Captain Bannon and uh, and uh, Grace Chung. Let's put it up in all the chat rooms right now, both, both pieces. Um, unfortunately, on something that's this path-breaking uh, and so important and has such gravitas to it, it's not what they're talking about on Twitter. It's not what they're talking about on the Internet. It's not what they're going to talk about on MSNBC tonight. They're talking about another uh, that you handled, I think, pretty well on your Twitter. Can we play? Can Memphis play? Let's start that, and we'll play up a minute or two, and I'll jump in. Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump, hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington with an important announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. These cards feature some of the really incredible- Okay, I got it. I got it. I can't watch it again. Make it stop. Um, On a day when you have one of the most important announcements about really the coup and about big tech oligarchs involvement in it and what's gonna happen and how we're gonna clean out this mess. and the sense of urgency, I think it has to start now. That's why President Trump's got to get engaged in this omnibus, because we have the ability to execute on his plan now, although you don't control the White House, as command by negation with the House and the appropriations bill. This thing comes out, and this is whatever. And they said yesterday was going to be a big announcement. Look, I thought the announcement could be, people were coming to me, is he going to announce for speaker? Is he going to do this? Is Are the things he's going to do? What's this huge announcement? Quite frankly, if they had teased that it was the six-minute video on getting to the on, on free speech and getting to the destroying the ecosystem of lies and misrepresentations, uh, that would have been huge. But we got this. Your thoughts, sir? Boy, I mean, yeah. Um, so I'll just give my totally unvarnished. Uh, opinion on it because you know I love Trump and I love this country and I want Trump in this country to succeed. Um, you know, any other day, it's not like I'm opposed in principle to this kind of stuff. You know, if it were in a vacuum, it would be kind of hilarious, frankly, and maybe even a little bit charming. And that's just his special touch. But the timing of it is really. Um, really unfortunate because again as you you said he was teasing this big announcement and you know to me and i think to a lot of people it seemed like okay the last major thing coming from him was his announcement that he's running there hasn't been much going on since then so he teases this big announcement and you're thinking again you're thinking well is this going to be a vp announcement i think it would have been even better than a vp announcement it were if it were just this amazing policy speech, because that communicates to people like I'm back and I'm very, very, very serious. Um, There are just so many reasons that that would have been great to have that as the announcement. And we would have been having this conversation, but it would have ended a little bit earlier. But to introduce the ambiguity there such that almost this 
one of the best policy speeches he's ever given is relegated to a footnote and the headline is this like you know baseball card thing or whatever it is this nft thing it's really um again it's just very unfortunate it steals all of the thunder that he earned and deserved by giving that great policy speech and you know if i didn't know any better i would say the people who are recommending that again it's like i'm fine with him doing the nft thing it's the timing that is pretty disastrous here and extremely counterproductive and if i didn't know any better i would think the people behind the timing on this issue were deliberately you know trying to sabotage trump um, but it's also very possible that they're just extremely stupid because, you know, you and I both know there are a lot of very dumb people, um, unfortunately. And whoever it is, whatever it is, you know, Trump needs to resurrect his old hat, you know, catchphrase, you're fired, get rid of him. And at the other hand, the people responsible for this free speech um, message, which was excellent, not only as a matter of policy, but also superb rhetorically. If we don't have free speech, we don't have a free country. Invoking the concept of Western civilization and how important it is to have a free and open um, discursive sphere to, uh, to have a free country. It's just excellent on every level. And to have that tarnished and vitiated where the big announcement is this NFT thing, again, it sounds like, oh, I'm just you know being the stuck up one and whatever. I, I think it's hilarious and charming on any other day in any other context, but the timing here to collide with, you know, one of his best policy announcements of all time um, is just extremely unfortunate, extremely counterproductive, and the people responsible responsible for it should um, face uh, very negative consequences. Okay, I want to. Uh, everybody's got to go to Revolver. How do they get there? We got thirty seconds. How do they find you? What are your coordinates? Because this is President Trump's, I think, most important policy announcement in many years, and it's one that people have got to get their arms around. Where do they go? Absolutely, Revolver News. Revolver News, as always. And you know what? Um, what better place to uh, announce in terms of a uh, in interview? We're going to do an interview with him, so we'll have a, an opportunity to hash out these issues. So I'm announcing it here in War Room. We've got an interview with Trump. Go to revolver.news. We're going to play a trailer very soon that's very, very cool. Um, and we're only going to discuss the serious stuff. We're not talking the NFTs here in the interview. Darren Beatty, that's the news. Interview with Trump. Short break. Back in a moment. Thanks. Thanks. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, a deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. 
own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Offer from My Patriot Supply. They're knocking off 25% on their four-week emergency food kit. That's 25% off the four-week emergency food kit. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now to get this great deal. My Patriot Supply is charging less so they can help American families more. This amazing price. So get it while you can. These days, you can't depend on anything else but yourself for survival. Get this food today. You'll be grateful for it tomorrow. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save 25% on each four-week emergency supply food kit. Your orders ship fast and free. Don't wait for the shelves to be empty. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication, an energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to SAT, that's S-A-T, 123.com sat 123.com slash bannon and get your device today don't put it off life can change in an instant that's sat 123.com slash bannon do it today take action war room battleground with stephen k bannon Introducing Ectolife, the world's first artificial womb facility powered entirely by renewable energy. Ectolife allows infertile couple to conceive a baby and become the true biological parents of their own offspring. It's a perfect solution for women who had their uterus surgically removed due to cancer or other complications. With Ectolife, premature births and C-sections will be a thing of the past. Ectolife is designed to help countries that are suffering from severe population decline, including Japan, Bulgaria, South Korea, and many others. The facility features 75 highly equipped labs. Each state-of-the-art lab can accommodate up to 400 growth pods or artificial wombs. Every pod is designed to replicate the exact conditions that exist inside the mother's uterus. A single building can incubate up to 30,000 lab-grown babies per year. 
With Ectolife, miscarriage and low sperm count are a thing of the past. Prior to placing the fertilized embryo of your baby inside the growth pod, in vitro fertilization is used to create and select the most viable and genetically superior embryo, giving your baby a chance to develop without any biological hurdles. And if you want your baby to stand out and have a brighter future, our Elite Package offers you the opportunity to genetically engineer the embryo before implanting it into the artificial womb. Thanks to CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing tool, you can edit any trait of your baby through a wide range of over 300 genes. By genetically engineering a set of genes, the Elite Package allows you to customize your baby's eye color, hair color, skin tone, physical strength, height, and level of intelligence. It also allows you to fix any inherited genetic diseases that are part of your family history so that your baby and their offspring will live a healthy, comfortable life free of genetic diseases. Tired of waiting for a response from an adoption agency? Unable to find a suitable surrogate mother? Worried about pregnancy complications? Worry no more because Ectolife got you covered. Ectolife. Reinventing evolution. Okay. Joe jo Allen joins us, our editor for all things uh, transhumanism. Uh, Joe, explain to us what we just saw, because this thing is going viral once again. Drudge had it linked the other day. You've written a huge piece about this. Explain to the audience what you just saw, and then I want to get up if Memphis has it. Your uh, great piece that's up on, uh, on War Room right now. Yes, Steve, that is Ectolife, the world's first artificial womb facility. It's a concept film put together by a German science communicator, as he describes himself, Hashim Al-Ghali. The entire thing is really disturbing for two reasons. One, the reception was not entirely negative. A lot of people see that and they think, well, that's the future. And that's the future that we want. And secondly, it's based primarily on technologies that either exist presently uh, or are rapidly being developed and have a ton of funding behind them, meaning that uh, whatever likelihood there is that they'll come into existence, it's, it's very high and gets higher uh, as the dollars roll in. So uh, you know, one of the most powerful responses that I've seen uh, came from uh, Mary Harrington at Unheard. Uh, she has a, a piece, I think it was just called Pod Babies. But, you know, as a woman and as a mother and as a, you know, a, a deeply conservative, a, you know, religious woman, uh, she sees this and it's just uh, it's despicable. It's horrific. And I, I think that uh, that that female response, that maternal response uh, is among the most important because, I, you know, I think that women are at most at risk by any kind of system or any kind of society that begins to offload or outsource reproduction to machines, to scientists, to doctors. And, uh, you know, the, a lot of women talk about this as, uh, you know, this is transhumanism or this is scientism replacing us. And I think that to the extent that a technology like this really does take off, where you have a consumer technology uh, that allows people to uh, you know, edit their babies and produce designer babies, but more importantly, to just take mothers out of the equation in general, 
Uh, it, it really does. I mean, you're talking about turning women into nothing but just uh, replaceable parts in a machine. Uh, the piece, the piece that I've just written, it's up. Uh, you can find it at warroom.org under the transhumanism tab. It's right at the top of my social media. Um, the piece I wrote is actually it's looking back at uh, the kind of mythical precursors to this because, you know, we, we don't talk about it that much. But most of my academic life was spent studying world religion and Hinduism was particular was a, a, the, really my focus aside from Christianity. And there is there are fascinating precursors to this in the Mahabharata. And uh, the, in particular, the artificial womb. I mean, one of the, the central uh, 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 motifs in the myth is the villainous army being produced in these jars uh, with, uh, you know, sort of deformed uh, you know, ball of flesh that comes out of the queen. And, and they they create these kind of artificial wombs. And it's uh, it's perceived in the it's meant to be perceived in the myth as a a bad omen, as a sign that things are amiss, profoundly amiss on a cosmic level, that any kind of human is being produced in this fashion. And I think it's remarkable that in this case, in the case of ecto life, and in the case of many of the technologies that we talk about on the war room, uh, there are precursors in sacred scripture. And in those precursors, the uh, the technology is generally conceived of as some sort of uh, diabolical or you know, satanic sort of force. Um, I want to go to two things you said, and this is what's going to divide humanity. Number one, everything they talked about there, and this is why it's so important to go back to Joe's uh, piece to understand kind of the, the the spiritual substrate of this. Everything they talked about there is going to be done in the quite near future because all these announcements coming are accelerating at an accelerating rate. Also, you are quite correct. This was not greeted with revulsion universally, unanimously. There are a section of the world, and quite frankly, let's be blunt, most of those are more educated, quote-unquote, higher-income people that say, hey, I love this. Right, I get to pick. I get to get. Junior can be six foot five shooting guard with a two hundred fifty IQ and look like Tom Cruise. So, um, and this is going to get to be a massive, massive division of humanity. It's this is going to be the mother of all debates, and it's coming. That's why I think that commercial is so important. And I think that's why your article is so uh, is so profound, and everybody wants to read it. We're, we're going to stay in this. The one thing I want this audience to take, as we've had Joe here for the last couple of years, these, whether it's Neuralink or any of these strategies, when the announcements are made, it's never really behind schedule. It's always ahead of schedule. So this whole thing of the convergence on the singularity is happening more and more rapidly. And since we got so much other stuff going on, and quite frankly, the administrative states want you to be diverted. You want your attention to be diverted by the shiny toy over here. We have to keep our eye on this because this is going to, this is the debate itself. You talk about replacement theory. This is not about whites being replaced or Hispanics or African-Americans or Asians. This is about homo sapiens being replaced by homo sapien 2.0 or homo sapien plus or homo sapien enhanced, whatever it is. It's not the original model, right? And there's a ton of people out there. I think the great bulk of the world that thinks we're made in the image and likeness of God as our basic religious text tells us, in that to play with this, you're playing with 
not just fire, you are playing with something that's quite dangerous, a Pandora's box that once opened will never be able to be put back into its box. Joe, how do people get to, uh, how do they get to you, how do they get to this article uh, and, uh, and the spot and all that? Yeah, the title is Demon Spawn, Artificial Wombs in Ancient India. Uh, you can find it at warroom.org under the Transhumanism tab. You can find it at my site, jobot.xyz. Uh, and you can find it right at the top of my social media, at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z. And Steve, I agree with you completely. This, uh, As we move forward with, it, with this, and especially as it gets federal funding, uh, we're going to see what's traditionally been known for the last 15, 20 years as liberal eugenics come to the forefront. Uh, is liberal eugenics any better than the previous versions? And uh, I think that people are going to have to really think about that, especially younger people. Progressive, 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 radical progressive eugenics. That's what it is. Joe, thank you very much. Amazing report. Thank you very much, Steve. Want to, thanks, brother. Want to go to the one of the most courageous guys in the country, Tony Lyons. He's the publisher over at Skyhorse. But Tony, you talk about surprises. You talk about technology. You've done probably more than any publisher out there. In fact, you have done more to take, to bravely put forward. Uh, I've got about six, seven minutes. I want to go through. You've put out a series of books that we consider must-reads particularly given what 2023 is going to be about these investigations, about now lawsuits. Trump is up talking about this. Uh, so walk us through, you know, the package of these books that you've gotten put out there and how can people get to them? Because these are these are cutting edge by many of the top contributors here to the war room. Yeah. So let me give you a little background here. I mean, this is a series of books that the government doesn't want you to read, that Big Pharma doesn't want you to read that I do want you to read. These are books that you have to read. So get your pen ready, concentrate on what these books are and let me walk you through them. Because what's happened under Dr. Fauci and President Biden is that there's been the biggest assault on free speech and real science in the history of this country. So these are books by serious people. They're incredibly well-researched and they are being shut down. So the government and big pharma want to control what you read, what you think, what you do with your body. There's just a coordinated attack on this real science by these really serious writers, researchers, doctors, scientists. So the books are Lies My Government Told Me by Dr. Robert Malone, Cause Unknown by Dr. Ed Dowd, The Real Anthony Fauci, by uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Presidential Takedown by Dr. Paul Alexander, The Truth About Wuhan by Dr. Huff, and The Courage to Face, face COVID-19 by Dr. McCullough. So these are, I believe, books that you know have to be read, that the real story of what happened during the last two and a half years has to be told. And there's been a total media blackout of these books. So there have been boycotts from bookstores, no reviews in leading newspapers, hit pieces against the authors. Um, they've been censored and banned from bestseller lists, from libraries. Uh, big tech has kicked all of these people off of their platforms, you know, with the exception now of Twitter, who is letting them back on. So, you know, this is an incredible story where the American people believe they live in a democracy 
and these voices have been shut down and these voices disprove the narrative that you're told on television day after day. I want to go back. Give me those. Uh, give me give me the titles of Memphis. If you can, I know it's difficult. Put them up and, and we're going to do a special package of these and put them up on, on our site and get her walk through again. We got about three minutes. Walk me through the name of the title and often here's why people need to get these. Um, because in 2023, these books are more relevant than they are today. And many of them more relevant when they came out. The whole cataclysmic battle over this is going to be in 2023. This audience is going to be the tip of the spear for that. Just like in the omnibus, just like in the debt ceiling, just like in the amnesty. Uh, and Ron DeSantis is going to need you to have his back. Uh, what's going to happen up here on Capitol Hill is going to, they're going to need to have your back and you got to be informed. So let's go through the books again. Right. So, you know, Senator Ron Johnson is talking to all of these writers. So these books are Lies My Government Told Me by Dr. Robert Malone, Cause Unknown by Ed Dowd, The Real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Presidential Takedown by Dr. Paul Alexander, The Truth About Wuhan by Dr. Huff, and The Courage to Face COVID-19 by Dr. McCullough. So, you know, what people have to recognize is that what's happened in the past two and a half years has not been about public health. It's been about maximizing return on investment. It's been the takeover of our government by big pharmaceutical companies, that the richest and most powerful people and companies have lied to the American public and have set up a situation where Hundreds of thousands of people died unnecessarily. Malone, uh, Kennedy, Dowd, Alexander, Huff, and McCullough. It's six-pack. Okay, how do people get to your site to find these books or, or Amazon? Where do they go? Yeah, so the best place to go is Amazon. You know, they've been guilty of censorship. They've been guilty of using their tools to limit access to these titles, but they are available, and that's the easiest and quickest way to get them. You can also go to skyhorsepublishing.com. Tony, it took uh, someone of real uh, bravery and heroism to publish these books. These are uh, game changers, and collectively, you'll see a narrative all the way from the beginning in the Wuhan lab, all the way down, everything happened, and the great thing about Kennedy's book, he goes back in time, and you're seeing the writers of these books, trust me, are not right wing Trump fans, right? That's the power of this. This is I know it's the war room and we're the center of the Trump movement and huge supporters of the president. But this is from people that came from another perspective. And that's why these books have to be read. Tony Lyons, thank you so much. Appreciate you coming on here, sir. Thanks so much for having me on. So I want Mo and everybody. I want to get up on my getter tonight. All these books. Uh, it would be good. Um uh, homework assignment to go through these. Okay, good homework assignment to go through these. One thing over Christmas I want you to do is to think about yourself. Obviously, it's the you know it's Hanukkah. It's the greatest, um, or you know besides Easter, the second most important part of the uh, Christian calendar. And Advent's a very devout time, and then we have Christmas Day. But one thing's in thinking about yourself. I want you to think about giving yourself a gift of good health. And I've asked Crom to come back on. Crom, we got a couple of minutes want you to make the case for salty of why someone's taking care of themselves. The most important thing they've got their heart, 
right? How do they take care of it by salty? And then how do they get salty? Because I got to tell you, people that I know that have watched the show uh, couldn't be happier with it. So I want to make sure it's available to all the Warren Posse. Steve, thanks. Yeah, thanks so much for that introduction and for having me on the show. Uh, salty is a is a supplement that that will help manage your cholesterol, uh, improve your cardiovascular system overall, and your general heart health. Um, I know this because I've been taking our own product for 18 years. Uh, I'm 74 years old, and when I started taking our product, um, my bad cholesterol was 130. And after 90 days, it had dropped to 89, and it's been under 90 ever since. My blood pressure is in great shape, and I just have a really strong cardiovascular system. I take zero prescription drugs, and there are not many people who are 74 who can say that, which is why I'm kind of the poster child uh, for speaking on behalf of our own product. Um, and, and heart disease, you know, as we talked about, Steve, yesterday, uh, a wonderful football coach and a wonderful human being. Mike Leach dropped dead from a heart attack or essentially had one that was so bad that he couldn't recover and he died from it. And 50% of people who have heart attacks have a heart attack for the very first time and they don't get through that first heart attack. Heart attacks come because you have heart disease that builds up over 20 to 25 years. A lot of people don't even know that, uh, that, they, that they have heart disease and our product will certainly help, help them have a healthier heart. And um, so I really encourage uh, your listeners that we take, it's, if you take two uh, capsules a day, it's an all-natural product. Our, our active ingredient is a particular molecule that we take out of green tea, and it is a, it's, it's called theoflavin. And, um, and we extract that, and we create a blend with a 22% concentration of theoflavin. Uh, we test it three times for quality before we put it into our capsules. And, and we have a, and our, and the way that we sell our product is if you buy a single bottle, it's pretty expensive. It's $29.95 plus shipping. And it doesn't do you all that much good because our product is, is designed to help people who take it over a long period of time and who take it regularly. And so we have a subscription program where if you sign up for the subscription program, our regular subscription program, you get three bottles for the price of two and free shipping. Now that's what our subscription program is. In addition to that, for War Room, for the War Room Posse, if they go to warroomhealth.com, that's warroomhealth.com, and use the code WARROOM at checkout, then they'll get an additional discount on their very first shipment of $29.95. So we try to make it a super duper deal on the first shipment, and then on all of the all of the later shipments, it's a very, very good deal because our product uh, costs uh, about 70 cents a day if you buy it on the subscription program. And if you eat eat right, uh, walk, and, and take soul tea, I, I just think it will help your heart health just as it has helped mine. And I appreciate, Steve, so much for having me on. War Room Health Day. Crom Carmichael, War Room Soul Health. Tea. Yeah. People are People are raving about it. Thank you very much, sir. Okay, I can guarantee you one thing. Tomorrow's show is going to be explosive. Be back here 10 a.m. in the war room. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. 
that don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat, that's S-A-T, 123.com sat123.com slash Bannon and get your device today don't put it off life can change in an instant that's sat123.com slash Bannon do it today take action War Room Posse you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies they resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.